but if, if you met a woman on who who was also an ocean head would that would that uh, would that make her more attractive to you uh, yeah definitely <laughs> maybe you've heard of it maybe you haven't notion is an app that calls itself an all in one workplace for tasks notes wikis and databases it has 30 million users 4 million paying customers a valuation of 10 billion dollars notion markets itself as a blank document and it has capabilities that most of the tools we use in our offices have a notion doc can hold images embed videos you can tag specific people you can add comments the basic stuff but it can also be used to manage complicated tasks with lots of moving parts and lots of people working on them there are templates you can customize and buy off the market or you can build something for yourself specifically on notion and notion calls itself a calm clear space you can come to to think but why is this episode about notion google docs had 2 billion monthly users way back in 2019 evernote has 250 million users atlassian has 250 million monthly users why are we talking about notion to that i would say this Google Doc has satisfied customers. Evernote has happy users. Jira has grateful managers. But Notion has Notion Nation. It has evangelists, Notion certified ambassadors, Notion certified badges, Notion certified champions. It has subreddits with hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Groups in 34 different countries. on telegram on linkedin on twitter on facebook on discord the india chapter of notion has its own logo which is the n of notion with the ashoka chakra behind it notion has medical students building their entire med school syllabuses on the app phd's are writing their thesis on notion it has people planning their wedding proposals people quitting smoking There are millionaires who have built careers building Notion templates and another generation of Notion influencers waiting in line. Whether you know it or not, the Notion nation is everywhere around you. When I first began researching the story, I came to it with biases of my own. I thought, here's one more tech bro fad like Naval Ravikant's Twitter or like keto and intermittent fasting and third wave coffee. But what I found instead was much more complicated, interesting, and vastly more human. This is Cost to Company, the Ken's weekly podcast about work and workplaces. Every week, we tell you what's happening at your workplace before you hear it on Slack. I'm your host Sneha, and this week we welcome you to the cult of Notion. then later in 2019 may someday and they they removed that this is ibrahim he is an undergraduate student of engineering and marketing in hyderabad ibrahim is also a certified notion ambassador he applied to the program earlier this year and was accepted 4 months ago 
He remembers the date Notion made unlimited access free for him. The way some of us remember our wedding anniversaries. Why do you remember the date? Twenty in wait, but what is the date? What is the date? Nineteenth May, I guess. Yeah, I'll just quickly Google. But how do you remember the date? Why is it so important? I don't know. Like I generally, you know, write. What do you call this? I write. I used to maintain. I still do. I write like a daily journal thing. Like what all is happening every day. How do I think? And it was a I very do? significant day. The day you got access to more than thousand blocks. <laughs> yeah, it it was religious day for me, spiritual, <laughs> if you may say. If I may say so. Following that spiritual day of unlimited Notion access. Ibrahim built a Notion document that he uses to track his syllabus, his grades, his GPA. It is a beautiful document. Books I'm reading, basically anything and everything that I can put into it, I'm just uh, what do you call it, dumping there. So it it I was getting too much obsessive. <laughs> like I saw the stats, like I was I was the Notion tab itself, like the domain was open for about like I guess ten hours plus. Like as the whole time I was on the laptop, it was open. So Ibrahim saw that he was spending way too much time on his own Notion document. Then he discovered the Notion subreddit. Then he discovered the Notion Discord channel. I would wake up each day wondering what do I build next. It I was having a lot of fun. I found my perfect tool. It felt as if it was built for me. I might go as far to say I watched every video, read every blog with Notion in its title. I was searching. I was just searching for more content. I was showing off my new builds to my friends almost on a daily basis. Some of them liked it, and most did not care. Uh, That's about the time when I joined Ask Notion and Discord. Now, tools for thought. I had a place to talk about Notion all day, every day. Ibrar became a community moderator with official responsibilities towards helping new users of Notion. He responds to questions, posts, resources, and is at hand to assist and mentor members of the Notion community. Even as Notion employees stopped managing these forums, Notion fans began to take over. He helps new users with queries. He debates best practices with other enthusiasts, and over time, he's built a reputation in the Notion community. And why do you think you enjoy it so much? Why do you enjoy evangelizing Notion, doing what we discussed? You know, it, it's a bit like customer service for, for free, but it's also you're doing it out of love and not getting paid for it. You enjoy it. So my question is, why do you enjoy it so much? What do you enjoy about it? since i was a kid like i really like i was like into you know finding new apps and tools and websites to do things so i did not have any place to you know nerd about all this stuff so basically i found other nerds nerds nerding out nerdy stuff summed up in one line basically ibrahim was among the most active members of the notion subreddit he went to notion's office in hyderabad and asked them if he could work for them Last time I went to their office, I asked them, like, I straight up asked them, I want to be, I want to work for you guys, and they said probably, but not too soon. Hold on for some time. They are, they were not hiring for freshers. Then he wrote to Notion, applying to be an ambassador, and became one. He even wrote me a document called the Cult of Notion, replete with Notion statistics and trivia. Notion gave Ibrahim community. It also gave him street cred. and he continues to seek and offer notion assistance on the discord channels and subreddits for pure pleasure 
But now that he's an official Notion ambassador, a higher tier of Notion expert, Ibrahim doesn't respond to basic questions. Do you uh, do you sometimes hope and dream that you know your romantic partner will be really into Notion and then you can nerd out together? Is that something you think about? Yeah, I have better fantasies. <laughs> There's an even higher level of Notion expert called the Certified Notion Champion. Ibrahim doesn't think he needs that level of certification, which is not to say he can't get it if he wants. Prima facie, Notion is another pretty-looking, clever software, a blank document that's versatile and can do many clever things. It updates constantly in response to consumer need. It successfully built community, young fans and evangelists who are carrying the Notion phenomenon far and wide. Its original locus was in the startup community. The folks were traditionally eager to try new things. And once it made itself free for all users with an EDU account, Notion began to make inroads among students, academics, PhDs, writers. Now it's popular among designers, Web3 builders, and in the project management of marketing material. But Notion is also a story of people taking tools they can get their hands on to manage themselves. Maybe all Notion users will eventually go back to the tools most of us use to manage ourselves. But Notion is also a story of ingenuity, peculiarity, and the becoming and the telling of the self. How long, how many hours a week do you think you spend on Meetup? Oh, on Notion. Notion. In a week. Okay. So my day starts with Notion. Like, and also it ends with Notion. Pavitran is 24, works as a VC in Bangalore. He discovered Notion in 2018, around the time it began to go mainstream. He was taking classes at Y Combinator and he saw a Notion certification program and thought, hey, what is this? It's now 2022 and Pavitran still spends a lot of time on Notion. If Ibrahim is a certified Notion ambassador, Pavitran is a Notion evangelist. So per day you can tell around at least four hours I use Notion. So And on your own can... time? One time also I'll use it for a couple of hours, right? Like in a day, like maybe like whenever I'm reading a book, taking note or newsletter or some other thing. So you can tell like roughly, even if I put five hours a day, so it comes down to, you know, 25 hours, 30 hours easily. 25 hours you can tell, not bad. It was Pavetran who introduced Notion to his team. Did people come to you and were you like, Pavetran, you are responsible. I hate you. You made life more difficult to us. Yeah, you got that. They were a bit reluctant, right? Like when the first time you were telling, no, 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 you could not do this. Like you do this. Like it's like hard enforced. Sometimes this hard enforcer, no. Who enforced it? Who enforced it? You couldn't have enforced it. You're too young and junior. Who enforced it? You did? I still did. I still did. Yeah. You can ask my team. They will just like give you a handful of things like which, which I did. Just like try for one more week. Try for one more week. If it's not moving, then we will like, you know, we'll stop it. So sometimes it was like a bit hard. Like once like, you know, like you just need like one of, one of the champion, right? Like if one person is convinced and if he gets it, like he will convince the other person. So, so that's how it works. He insists Notion is saving his team a lot of time. He even has a number for it. So for an analyst or anyone here, it gives around 30% more time. So that's a big number for us. How did you map this 30%? I mean, uh, I'm telling for myself, right? Like, so when I, when I was working, like there are like, there used to be like around, let's say like around 10 hours. I used to work on a certain task in a week. Now it's only taking seven hours. Let's take his word for it. 
Pavitran also hosted an ocean meetup this first week of August and served 30 cupcakes, each with the Notion India logo on it. He paid for them himself. So whenever there's update or something, like people will be asking, like, okay, hey, have you seen this? Uh, uh, do you know about this or something? And when you tell, like, you're a pro user or something, you're always in that, you know, like, it's like it's like something people will judge you. So, like, you have to, like, you know, quickly get grasp of it and just, like, go ahead of it and find a better use case for it before someone finds. So it's like a bit like a address you can tell. Wow. So, like, who can, who can, uh, who knows the updates better and can adopt faster? So, who do you yeah. compete with? That is my question. Who are you competing with? Who are your competitors at Notion? I mean, uh, there are, like, other, you know, Notion ambassadors and other people, right? Like, so a lot of people are there, right? So, people just post it, right? Like, before, like, they post, like, you just want to, you know, get a hang of it and just post it. Pavitran must keep an eye out for updates. He's now the Notion guy. And that's a reputation he wants to uphold. It's an identity he likes. It started in college, actually. So, engineering college, I, we did not need to study all four months. You would study one month before the exam. This is Shashwat, a 25-year-old working as a community manager of a co-living startup in Bangalore. Shashwat was diagnosed with adult ADHD earlier this year. And now that he has a formal diagnosis, he realizes he spent a lot of his life using tools to manage his ADHD. But because for me, uh, my, because of my mental health, I didn't have as much capacity to focus simply. And also because I wasn't very much into what I'm studying. So it was a struggle. So one month before my exams, I would open an Excel file. I would download last 10 years paper write down all the questions, write down the repeat counts to signify, uh, just to see how important these questions are. If they're repeating, then yes. And I would essentially end up reducing a 300 page into 30 page Google Doc because I would copy paste the answers on, from Google or if it's math questions, I would solve them and write them in there. And before an exam, I would read that document thrice and I would pass very well. So that's where it started. This is the type of learning many of us would scoff at. But think about it as a strategy problem. You have a degree you need to finish and you don't exactly like the material. You have a mind with a limited capacity to sit for prolonged periods. But you also have an ability to hyper-focus. You can't run marathons, but by God, you can sprint. And so you break the marathon into sprints. Even though we did that one month of hard work, it wasn't rote learning because we got to actually absorb the relevant content that is tested at least. I'm not saying it's relevant to my field, essentially, but that's India. But whatever was relevant for the exams is something we absorbed because that's all we focused on, not the noise from the books. It was very efficient. Efficient? <laughs> yeah. This is how Shashwat began to think of his career also. He has a brain that was built for short spurts of deep focus. A brain that's curious, attracted and intrigued by so much around him but lower than normative in capacity for endurance. And that made him realize early on that rather than specialize in something, his brain was probably best suited to be a really good generalist. Not all generalists know how to get pro jobs in companies when there are only specialist profiles listed in the website. So it's a little difficult for us to comprehend what to do exactly. Because as a generalist, you're all over the place. And how do you build a CV for a generalist? Online sanctuary. How beautiful. Shashwat's built for himself a CV as peculiar and thoughtful as the mind he's given. And he's built it on Notion. 
So I'm scrolling and it has your degree hmm. and what you do and how you spend your time outside work. Hmm. Potlucks and fun community events at Cowan Park, practicing foreign, participating in half marathons, hmm. learning learning more about my world and my own self through conversations with people. How lovely. And it's you like Alu Bhujia. Yeah, it's an, and I embedded an Amazon link there yeah. for some people to just book it for me if they like me enough. Oh, so then you'll get some commission. No, I mean, I'll just get the Alu Bhujia delivered. You can see on his Notion CV that he likes Alu Bhujia. And you can also order some for him. You can see that he thinks deeply and cleanly. But you can also read his late night pathos poetry. You can see the kind of generalist he is by scanning his variety of interests. He's interested in urban real estate. And if you click on the toggle button, it opens into the things he's learned and written about urban real estate. He has another toggle button about marketing and another about his personal ambitions and another with his research on community building. He's hosted a TEDx. He's ranked very high in an engineering aptitude test. And he's a generalist mind with a generalist CV. He calls the CV his digital sanctuary. And when he was done creating the sanctuary, as peculiar as the way his mind interacts with the world, he began to use Notion to apply to jobs. So, you know how Notion you have tags, right? So tags can be customized. So even for my job application in the tracker, I could just say uh, reply, two day reply, high priority, low priority, depending on, it would depend on company profile or depending on the job profile, depending on what the stage of the interview process is at. So if it was just on paper, it would be very hard to just keep track because I have to look, but here I can filter the tags, right? High priority can just go up, low priority can just be down. It can be color coded. So that way it just really helped in terms of living through job hunting because I think it's a very tedious process and I hope no one has to go through it again. When he was crippled with the anxiety of a job hunt, Shashwat built his job application tracker on Notion and that gave him hits of dopamine, the pleasure of creation, of doing something. He got a job in two weeks. The Notion page is how he manages his life. But it is also its own reward. I have a little bit of a problem. Uh... I had originally thought that Notion was a tech bro thing. But I soon found that women loved Notion every bit as much as men. This is Nija, 27, who manages communication and sales at a design firm called Obvious. And her brain comes with its own peculiarities. And I, funnily enough, I hate it when people say OCD because that's an actual disease. I Hmm. think I'm just very peculiar when it comes to being clean across everything. So Mm. if you also come to my house, it's probably spotless. And I spend half of the day just like right after my maid's done doing jhadu, everything else. I'll be like, listen, this is not okay. I'll go clean up a little bit. So it's, uh, but it gives me joy. Nirja's always been the kind of person who thrives on organization. It makes her feel like she has agency. She has control. Let's say if you're not feeling good and you'd scroll through Instagram, right? You'd do mindless scrolling just to distract yourself, make yourself feel a little better. I think sometimes I kind of do that with my own notion because at this point I'm like, okay, it's nicely organized. Can you open it up again? Yes. So what are the things you scroll? So, I mean, you know, it's just things like um, itineraries for my upcoming trips. Um, I have meal planning, career plan, then my taxes, financial planning, um, investments that I might have made. Um, You know, there's a page on courses to take. So it's just kind of a good way of feeling hopeful about yourself, I would say. Do you feel less lost? 
yeah yeah i think if uh, for example again i'm the kind of person that gets a sense of purpose from feeling like i have my things under control um and it, it helps to not i i agree it helps to not feel lost when you feel like okay hey like it's not completely worthless there are is it like a map of your life it is in a way it is i would say um i and i don't think i'm ashamed of it at this point she does the same thing for her friends she creates holiday itineraries for her group holidays she showed me a document she created for her recent trip to koh samui it had options for itineraries and within each there were hotel options and total costs her friends could vote on each option on a poll she created on the notion document but sometimes like the best of us nija goes a little extra i think that is i think there's such a thing as too much anything um it's... what is your threshold when do you know <clears throat> so you've gone overboard I think it's a very slippery slope sometimes so let's say the itinerary that I'm making for my friends right uh, for a trip it does get to me sometimes when like someone screws up the format and I'm like hey don't touch this or like you edit the earlier parts like just leave all of this for me This is psychologist at University College London called Martin Conway and I like to think about his research a lot Conway emphasizes that the self is a being made up of goals listed in order of importance and that this hierarchy of larger goals can be broken into smaller and smaller more specific goals for example nirja's goal is to be a well-rounded person with organization agency and functionality she likes to remember that she has a financial plan that she's going to therapy that she has places she wants to travel to friends she wants to go with she wants to be of use in the world and if you look at her notion doc you see her larger goals broken into more and more specific pieces conway believes that these goals make up something called the working self the working self is the part of you that gets up in the morning calls up a financial planner makes coffee works out shows up to work and orders lunch conway also goes on to say that the working self takes its cues from another part of the self the narrative self the narrative self is the part of us that's made up of stories we tell about ourselves true or smoothened over cherry picked or real this collection of stories becomes our narrative selves on notion we see the narrative self meet the working self we see shashwat who has struggled with his atypical mind all his life manifest that story in a cv We see Ibrahim's love for shiny new things and we see that assimilate into his identity. We see Chidambaram's identity as the notion guy and that makes him constantly check for updates. We see identities become tasks, we see tasks become identities like in our journals, like on our WhatsApp messages and emails to ourselves, like in our to-do lists. On notion, we see selfhood being born. This was a podcast from the Ken. This episode of Cost to Company was written, hosted and produced by Sneha Vakharia with audio engineering by Rajiv CN. The theme music was composed, written and recorded by Sandunes. If you have thoughts, feelings or episode ideas, write to us at podcast@the-ken.com. If you like the podcast and want to know more, follow the Ken web on Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn.
Don't forget to give the show a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple and follow us wherever you get your podcasts so that you get a notification when the next episode drops. I'm Shrivar and next week, I'll be speaking to you about the ones in your company who always seem to be stuck in the crossfire. They're either the root of disdain for their juniors or the uncalled 3am friends of the C-suite. And COVID only made things worse. They're the middle managers and they're silently cracking. Does anybody really enjoy being in this position? Were they even built to handle the pressure? Do we even need them in the first place? We'll answer all these questions and a lot more next week on Costa Company. Stay tuned.